They, they only Did have you two. say we're better than catching foxes? No, Catholic stuff you should know. They were talking about on their last episode how they forgot their third mic. Now we have three mics. Oh, 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 I see, I see. I thought you were going to say, they were talking last episode about how we're, we're so much better than them. I was like, they listen? Oh, that's so great. I'm on a few of these uh, Catholic mommy groups and on oh. Facebook, and oh. someone had just asked, um, I think it was the Among the Lilies, and they were saying, what's the name of a good podcast? Uh-huh. And I'm, um, I have being not church. yet um, <laughs> added being church, church to the list, but I, um, I, I probably will do so. After so tonight. we say it's called being church, and everyone at the parish knows it's called being church, but... It's not listed as that on the iTunes store. Yeah. It we, still says St. Louis well, Podcast. We need to change that. I need to, we we talked to the right new, person on staff. We make a new iTunes feed, probably. No, you just changed the picture. Oh. Oh, maybe you might have to make a new I feed. don't know, but we'll figure it out. Will that mess up like reviews or anything that you've read? <sighs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. We're going to figure this out. Luckily, we've only had like, you know, 10 reviews. So, <laughs> no. All 10 of our listeners. All 10. Uh, Maybe five I think it's six. I think there's ten reviews, but only like five of them left comments actually, and, and three, three of them, them were friends. Tom's friends at a bar. <laughs> I was in DC. Like, okay, everyone, get your phones out. I was right in now. DC talking about this podcast, and they're like, "Come on, can I leave a, a comment or a review?" And I was Dude, like, "Dude, we have a multi-state audience. It depends. We do have a multi-state audience. They left ridiculous comments. Anyway, um, real quick, Emily and I went to this bar last night called Handlebar." It's on Fifth okay. Street. It's a mustache bar. Okay. It was awesome. You must have a mustache if you're a man to get in. Well, if you're a man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I saw some questionable ladies there too. Oh boy! But it was cool. We like walked around. They have this rooftop. It was fun. It was it's a awesome. good time. I I used to like used to make fun of people who went to bars on Sunday nights. But here I am. On Sunday night. Oh. But I mean, come on! I had a long day. I worked. Yes, yeah, sure, you did. But I work for the Lord, so, you know. For the Lord. Maybe it's better. I don't know. <laughs> Tom, why'd you have a long day yesterday? I guess you had, oh yeah, the form. I had to welcome back Axe people. I had to launch oh, Formed yeah. here. I had to make sure RCAA was good to go. I had to say hello to the people. Sunday's the day. It is it's the day. It's a busy day. It's a busy day. What's your day off? Uh, <laughs> Friday and Saturday. Okay. But I ran a retreat on Saturday. Right. Remember? Right. Right. I was there. <laughs> so I'm, I'm leaving at three today. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Drawn lines, setting boundaries. Man. Will gets jealous. <laughs> no, no, I'm not jealous. Anyway. It's my life. Hey, St. Louis, what's up? Welcome to the Being Church podcast, even though, you know, we're not just starting, but I want to welcome you. Uh, I'm Tom. I'm Will. And today we have a special guest with us. Hi, everyone. This is Rochelle Carlene. It's Carlene. It right? is Carlene. Everyone says Carlene. It is Carlene, yes. And I get it's mad at it. Spelled Carlin, pronounced Carlene. But it's Carlene. Yes. Carlene. And uh, we just wanted to hang out with you because you're a cool sure. person. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the being. Don't, do you like our setup? I think it's an awesome setup. We got a third mic just for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much true. It's specifically for you. No, we want to be like 80s, 80s rock stars, like. Yeah, with our exactly, exactly, <laughs> all on the same mic, uh, spinning each other's faces. Girl. So How do they bad. not spin each other's faces? Right? Come I'm pretty on. sure they did. Yeah, but they were fine with it. Uh, Rochelle, you would have the most experience about this. Wow. I, I would. Will she just got here? You're calling her old. I didn't call her old. I have a rookie 
reputation. Wisdom. I have a reputation. To also, hold. she has Dr. a James uh, regularly uh, tells people that I'm an '80s music aficionado. Oh, you are. That's true. And I am. Oh, that's right. Okay. Her and Mark Mulchin are local experts. Throwing my husband too, Renee. Okay, yeah, Renee. Shout out, Renee. Because she, she probably knows just a little bit more than I do. So who's who's the fave? Who's the fave band? The top three. Okay. Top well, three. this is this is, talk about vulnerability on a podcast. <laughs> but um, um, if you know me very well, I'm a big George Michael fan, and always oh. have been, and always will be. Okay. And so, <laughs> but we also skew more towards '80s new wave. So, what does that um, mean? Like Depeche Mode, Cure, um, New Order. <sighs> Seriously? Seriously, you guys? Oh, my goodness. We've probably heard their songs. We've probably heard their songs. (laughs) We have no idea. Uh, (sighs) Well. Kids these days, right? Well, you know. So are you giving your... Do you give your children an 80s rock My children... Music. Yes. Yes, they do. We listen to a lot of 80s on 8 and um, First Wave on Sirius. Yeah. Uh, Radio. Well, you know, they have to. (laughs) (laughs) They're in the car. (laughs) They're dealing with they it. They have yeah. to. No, yeah. but they know all the songs. They can sing them all. See, I just, I, I I love people like you who are like, this is my thing. This is my thing, and I know everything about it. And it's great. Well, it's just, I don't have a thing like know, that. I don't know. Well, you probably do. Right. But you just, yeah. Right. I don't know. They used to be beta fish. Beta fish, Tom? I read beta fish when I was in grade school. Yeah, I know. Oh. Beta fish? <laughs> yeah, I kept beta. I loved aquariums. I love fish. Great. Wait, why aren't you helping us out with the aquarium project? <laughs> I was not invited. I don't want to go where I'm not invited. Oh, oh Tom. It's okay. it's okay. Well, next time we're out of town, Father James and I both, I'll make sure you're the point of contact for Jackie Padilla the in the, in the science classroom. Oh, anyway. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty cool. So we wanted to have you here today just to kind of hang out. And you've got, uh, you've, you've got a story to tell, right? Like the way that you came into faith was not typical. I don't know. I don't know if it was typical or not. Or, or maybe it is very typical. I mean, you know, I think that there's, uh, you know, you've got your cradle Catholics and you've got those that aren't. And um, I'm not a cradle Catholic, but I'm married to one. And um, I was baptized Methodist. Um, and, and it's certainly not baptized as a baby, but baptized as, a, yeah. as early elementary. And we would go to church kind of on and off, mm-hmm. you know. As, as a lot of people do. And I've actually known my husband, Renee, since high school. Oh, we wow. met when we were freshmen in high school, cool. which is another story for another podcast. Oh, yeah. But it's oh, kind of oh, funny. Oh, and um, sweethearts. We met when we were in high school, and um, we went to UT together. And um, it was I would say it was pretty early on that we knew that this was, this was something that was going to stick. Cool. And... Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. Just, is that nice just to know? Like, you're like, oh, I, I just, just and again, out. another thing that just kind of happened, right? It just, if I were to tell someone our story, I, I would think, oh, goodness, what a sappy story. High school sweetheart. <laughs> what drew you to him? What, what was the first, yeah. What drew you to him? <laughs> Wait, was it love at first sight? Was it love at first sight? Well, the story, yes, yes, I have that in a presentation. No, well, okay, then I am getting into the story. Just go Sorry, for it. Renee. It's Sorry. fine. Sorry, Renee, but he knows this. He's heard us say this. Well, the, the first time, I, I know, the first time I ever saw him is because it was freshman orientation. Okay. Um, and it was where you go, freshman high school orientation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go and you kind of get a tour of the high school because it's big. And... It was myself, and then I have um, I had another friend who's still my friend today. Who we both came from different middle schools, and so we were there, and you know, being very social, kind of, you know. And then there's this new guy with his mom, 
And we were like, who's that guy with his mom? And so that was really the first time I looked at it. I was like, oh, oh, look, he's there with his mom. And uh, <laughs> oh, man. So I was kind of making fun of him. But then he ended up in one of one of my classes. It was like honors world history or something like that. And, um, you know, I w- it was also one of these teachers that would, I don't know if they do that anymore, but he would... Uh, uh, announce the grades as he'd hand out the test. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> That's and, illegal now. I never right. had one of those teachers. Yeah. But, you know, and I was I was pretty steadily like an 88, 90, okay. 91, 92 kind of person. Yeah. And then they would say, and Renee Carlene, 110. And oh. we'd be like, oh, how did that Man. happen? And then so, so he was the guy who broke the curve. Always. He did. And yeah. he had... Um, I don't know. He just go for it, dude. <laughs> we can cut it out later. I'm just gonna tell you not to say something. No, and he always wore paisley socks, and nice. and so and then he had these like guest dude. glasses, and so it was like, who is this new guy? And he's stylish, and he makes really good grades. So yeah. really, that's Heck awesome. Yeah. What a cat! <laughs> wow, fifteen year old Renee, that's awesome. Man, that's so paisley good. socks and guest glasses. I love that. <laughs> and Jerbo so, jeans, where did you which guys... I know you guys. What? What is that? <laughs> what? Jerbo jeans. I don't know what that is. It was a thing. It was a thing in the late eighties. <laughs> we're just getting an eighties education. Right sure. now. Tom's gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna have a picture for this episode, and it's just gonna be Tom and I dressed yeah. up in the eighties clothing. <laughs> you can work on Photoshop in that. So where did you guys go to school? We went to Round Rock High School. Oh, so you're yeah, from? Yeah, we're well. Austin I was area. born in Central Illinois, and then we moved Woo! to Round Rock. Uh, yeah, because you're from Illinois. I, um, I moved to Round Rock, Round Rock of all places, yeah. in um, the mid '80s for oh. my seventh grade. When year. it was just around before rock. it was ra- before Dell was there. <laughs> before it was, uh, it was a place to really move to. Is there really a Round Rock in Round yes. Rock? Yes, yes, there yeah. is. I'm still new. Where? Yeah. In, it's right there on the Chisholm Trail. Oh, okay. In Brushy Creek, yeah. Just go check it out. Yeah, cool. and then cool. Renee's family, um, they are <laughs> his parents are original native Round Rock. Okay, so oh, they wow. kind of go okay. way back, way back with the with the town history. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And so his family had moved away, and so when he came freshman year in high school, it was is his fam his parents moving back. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, so um, they're very deeply rooted in 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 the church. Um, mm-hmm. his, his family is. And oh, really? So um, that was. Were they part of St. Williams yeah, then? Yeah, St. Williams. They're oh. actually a founding family of St. Oh, Williams. Oh, really? Okay. Family. Cool. And wow. um, You didn't know what you were getting into. <laughs> well, you know, I learned that fairly quickly yeah, because yeah. when I, you know, you've heard me say, because uh, in the in the marriage and family, our talk, they were a very Catholic family. And or certainly as someone from the outside, I would see them as a family being very Catholic or what I thought was very Catholic, which basically meant going to mass every week. And, yeah. you know, non-negotiable, right? And um, you know, saying mm-hmm. rosaries and things like that. What, were your pers- <laughs> what, were you, what was your perception of Catholicism before you? Well, and that's part of it as well. Is yeah. I think uh, th- this is also. Let me. I'll, I'll come to that. So I, yeah. I you know, Renee. I always saw him as someone who was very firm and steadfast in mm-hmm. his beliefs. All through college, he'd still go to mass, and I thought, well, that's weird, but mm-hmm. pretty admirable at mm-hmm. the same time. And, um, when we got married, uh, it was, we did get married in the Catholic church. We had a full mass and I wasn't Catholic. Mm -hmm. And, and I like to say I wasn't planning on being Catholic. Mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, I, I, it was something that I was like, you know, I'm not going to do this. And a lot of it is those are those misconceptions. Right. And so, um, 
I would say some of the basic ones that you hear people say, oh, Catholics worship saints, they worship Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot of sense of that it's weird and that it's different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's hard to really uh, put a finger on what those types of things are. Yeah. Um, but, and that's kind of, kind of leads me to, um, we were married for, we got married in 1999 and then we did not have our first daughter until 2005, but about 2003 is when I really started saying, okay, well, we're going to have children on the horizon. And I know that this is something that's so important to my husband and also to my husband's family. I want to certainly be someone who's a full participant in Mm -hmm. my child's upbringing. Because of Uh, course, when you get married, that is even as a non-Catholic, it's something that you agree to do. It's something you agree to raise your children in the Catholic church. Mm -hmm. And I said, and and it, it was at that point I was like, okay, well, so that's my resistance. Resistance, um, starting to break down a little bit. And um, really saying, you know what, it's something that I want to explore because mm-hmm. there's no way that I'm going to be a partial participant in my child's religious upbringing. Sure. Yeah. So <clears throat> I decided, I well, I had been baptized. Sure. So yeah. all I needed to do was to take the adult confirmation courses. And I decided that I wanted to explore it a little bit more, find out what this whole Catholic thing really was about. And so the funny thing, the funny part of the story is that I was very adamant. I looked at Renee, I said, I'm going to go to these classes and you're not going to tell anyone. You're not going to tell anyone in your family because (laughs) I want the first right of refusal. Yeah. Okay. If I go to one of these meetings Mm -hmm. into one of these weeks and they're going to tell me something and I'm not going to agree with it and I'm going to be upset and I'm going to walk away, I want, I'm going to be out. Yeah. And the neat thing is, is that I went to a class uh-huh. and then I went to the next one <laughs> and the next one. And guess what? Everything that was explained to me and presented to me, I was like, well, this makes perfect sense. Hmm. I agree with it. This, hmm. There's nothing weird in this Catholicism thing. Hmm. Wow. It's all makes perfect sense. Yeah. And and, you know, and you think, oh, well, there's going to be controversial issues and, and, and that kind of thing. And then suddenly when faced with controversial issues, it was, oh, well, of course. Why would I want a religion that doesn't f- speak in, in this way? Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. That doesn't follow these sets of rules. So yeah. did you find that it was something that you kind of already, like, believed in your head? Or when it was explained, you were like, oh, it, I get that. It was more that. It was, it was more, more when it was explained. Okay. I was, yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Of course. Interesting. Of course. Huh. That's cool. So you saw the truth or you saw it, in it being explained, you just were like, oh, wow. Yeah, well, I think that points to the reason of our faith. Yeah. Right? That there's like, right. The reasonableness. We're not just sitting here making stuff up, right? Yeah. It comes exactly. From, it comes from who we are as humans and how the world is and how God's created. And, and the, 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 the vast history, the vast history of the mm-hmm. church. I mean, uh, you know. We, I, I tend to skew more towards being someone who um, respects history and admires his, history. Sure. So that long history yeah. and in the lineage. And again, and also the acknowledgement, there's good and bad in the history. Yeah. yeah but yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. is life, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And, um, 
you know, getting down deeply to the truth and what it is that we're trying to do or not, not trying to do, but what it is that the message, um, of what we need to be open to is, is just so important. Yeah. What God's trying to do, what God, or what is, what God is doing Mm -hmm. through the, through the church. church. Exactly. Yeah. So where did you take these confirmation classes? Here at St. Louis. Oh, it was here. Yeah, here at St. Louis. Okay, cool. Awesome. That's awesome. awesome. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. So what you guys moved over to St. Louis at some point as like a family well, or, or we, you... we got married at St. Elizabeth. Okay. Uh, prior to Father James being there. Okay. Oh. And um during our early marriage it was the same kind of thing. Renee would get up mm-hmm. and go to mass hmm. and I would just sleep in. Yeah. <laughs> every day or just on Sundays? Would on you... Sunday. Oh, oh so... every day. Well yes, every day sleep you would in. Sleep yes. In, yeah. I, no, no, no. I would love to sleep in. I I, I certainly um I don't think your uh, little boy lets you do that anymore. No, no not no, anymore. No. Not anymore. Roman, uh, but, but, Roman's know, high energy. Dude. Roman. Something to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was talking about the mass, not the sleeping in. No, but he and I would occasionally come, yeah. and um, we really, when I would join Renee at mass, I really enjoyed the homilies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Father Larry's homilies really mm-hmm. spoke to me, mm-hmm. and um, I thought that they were smart intellectual if that makes sense yeah. and they spoke to me and something about it something about that that need inside called me hmm. so early 2000s what was this when you were yeah okay so what was the community at st louis like well again we were newcomers we were mm-hmm. I, I think that there's more of a young adult uh focus now yeah okay than then. okay and um so we were just coming and yeah not really knowing anyone. I okay. mean, it takes a long time, I think, to root yourself in a in a parish and in a community. Yeah. And we we had Penelope in 2005, mm-hmm. and we went through the baptism courses here. Okay. And that's actually when we first. Um, it was it was the Hosics and the Garzas who who taught our oh, baptism cool. yeah. courses, oh, okay. and we didn't really know them. We just sure. were pe- they were people that we we saw here and. Um, um, I think about the moment of Penelope's baptism as being another one of those uh, strong, strong moments in uh, my Catholic faith journey. Mm. You know, it was just, I, I never realized how exciting a baptism could huh. be until my child was the one being baptized. Oh, that's it was awesome. incredible. It was yeah. truly incredible. Just the joy and just the emotion behind it yeah. took me completely by surprise. Yeah completely by surprise. Yeah. And so we were here and then I really, um, we are both products of public school. Mm-hmm. And, um, my father-in-law surprisingly enough was the one who suggested to my husband Renee to maybe consider, um, Catholic school. Yeah. Okay, and so Renee heard that message, and he says he said to me, "Well, maybe we should look into St. Louis." And I was like, "Okay, mm-hmm. well, you know, something we certainly had never considered." Sure. And that was another turning point, right? <laughs> so we 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 enrolled um, our our oldest daughter, yeah, Penelope, um, and in St. Louis um, for kindergarten, and that I really feel like is when the community aspect started blossoming. Interesting. So the school helped you enter more fully into the community Absolutely. of the Absolutely. Getting parish. to know people and seeing the same people okay. and learning people's names. And what, what was the thing that uh, kind of sealed the deal there on, on deciding to, to come to St. Louis School as 
or what what, what made y'all choose that other than just that advice that it was here that it was here yeah. that it was here that it was the advice it's you know the um where i'm trying to think where we were living we the schools you okay. know wanting to to um have a, a a decent education for our daughter and knowing that everyone who sends their child here has a certain baseline on what it is that they're looking for. Hmm. You know, wherever they are in their faith journey could be completely different. Yeah. Um, but it's knowing that it's a community of pe- people who want the best for their children. Hmm. Sure. Sure. No, you know, true. it's, it's, it, you know, that's just, that's the truth. I mean, yeah. you know, and sometimes I struggle with that. We struggled with it. We struggled with the idea. It's like, well, what does this say about us that we're going to send our, our kids not to public school? But it's just a choice that we made. And also, um, the type of person that we are, even in the, in, um, converting to Catholicism, I'm the type of person that if I'm going to do it, I, I've got to do it. You know, I'm not just going to try it. And it was the same idea. You know, some people might say, well, I'm going to start, uh, my child in Catholic school. And if it doesn't work out, it's not going to work out. Mm -hmm. No, for me, I was like, okay, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it. We're going to be all in. Mm -hmm. Um, because I like the idea and I've always been, um, an idea that's been really passionate to me is, is, is keeping your children, with the same group of people for as long. I, I, you know, we moved around quite a bit and, and again, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It was just what it was. But for me, one of these ideals was to keep your, something you wanted for your kids. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that that's, um, so those are just some of the uh, the, the okay, reasoning. Cool. I don't yeah, know yeah, if those yeah. are traditional reasonings. No, I mean, either. that's legit. Though. But we got here and we started to, to get to know some people and we were, I, I can't recall exactly if it was the Hosicks or the Swinsons or everyone, but they, they started asking us to join the marriage and family group. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they said, Hey, you should, you should come check this out. And so we did. And I think that was probably, it, it's hard to remember exactly what year, but I remember Nina, who's our second daughter. She was probably about a year and a half and we joined that marriage and family group. And it well, let me take another step back. My husband, Renee, he's an acolyte. Mm-hmm. And so he has his ministry. So he, mm-hmm. he gets to go up there, um, sit at the altar yeah. during mass yeah. and, 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 and just be, <laughs> you're laughing, but uh, you know, as, as a wife of an acolyte, I don't know if other wives of acolytes feel this way, but it's it kind of group on campus, <laughs> support group. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the pews taking care of the kids. I mean, we're, we're, you know, and that's part of it too, yeah. in the pews, taking care of the kids right. and well, and you know, and, and, and some people have heard me grumble about this over the years. It's like, oh, well, you just get to sit up there and yep. you get to listen and you get to focus. And someone, I can't remember who it was, was like, no, Rochelle, he's stressed out up, up there as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're stressed in the pews. He's stressed on the altar, right, making yeah. sure that he does everything the right way at the right time. It's a different stress. It's, it's a, a different, different stress. stress. So, so I was really seeking uh, uh, oh. oh something for me to do right sure, like a way to serve a right? way, to, a way serve. to get involved thank yeah. you yeah and and so i said renee this is what i want to do let's do it and he's certainly the introvert of the two of us yeah. <laughs> i'm the one that's, that's an tell, understatement <laughs> i'm the one that's gonna tell everybody everything um, about who we are and what we do and what we think and he's just gonna sit there but um it, so he said okay 
And um, so we joined the marriage and family group, which gives us an opportunity to talk about um, who we are Mm -hmm. and how um, our life is situated in a Catholic sacramental marriage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, well, I'm just I'm just thinking like. Did you ever think that you would ever no. be leading a marriage? No, absolutely like, not. And then, yeah. you know, absolutely not. But um, what drives me to it is now is this understanding or just, I don't know if it's the understanding, but it's also, it's an, evangel- an evangelical mm-hmm. function. It's that you realize that the people who come to St. Louis um, to get married in the Catholic church, they come for many, many different reasons. Hmm. Okay. And one of the reasons might be because their parents told them to do it. They don't really, you know, might not have a firm um, belief at this point in their lives. It's also knowledge that I was that skeptical person sitting there at one point. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's um, really one of the things that drives me. And um, I was that skeptical person sitting there um, not knowing what it was that I was getting into. And then also everyone has preconceived notions of what a Catholic, what Catholic married people look like. <laughs> and, and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's really one of the driving forces that kind of keeps us going in this marriage prep is because I want to show what, what I guess I I don't know if I our, our flavor of yeah. Catholic Catholic marriage yeah an 80s flavor an, an 80s. 80s well but you know what get this and so now our jokes so we started a few years ago I, I can tell we're, we need to like adjust our jokes because they're just not they're falling on deaf ears they don't quite hit people, quite people as well don't <laughs> just because the joke doesn't always work doesn't mean you shouldn't make it because if no. it makes you laugh it's okay I know so that's that's, that's my thing myself. is I stand up there and I just laugh at my jokes that's in front right, of yeah. you know ten um um. You know, engaged go, oh, couples are like lady. writing oh, notes God. to each other. Oh, that was what I noticed gosh. in this last week. This so group true. that's up there right now, they yeah. write a lot of notes to each other. <laughs> <laughs> are they taking notes or are they writing Exactly. Notes? Yeah, are they exactly. taking notes or are they writing notes? Yeah. Are they laughing at your mm, bad, bad right, jokes? Right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, that's hilarious. But, um, but yeah, that's really – and just it kind of explaining who we are – how we got here. And, you know, and I, I was thinking about this podcast as well. It's like, well, sometimes I think, am I an accidental Catholic? Am mm. I a reluctant Catholic? I'm not mm. a reluctant Catholic anymore. Mm. I fully embrace the Catholic faith, mm. faith, but I maybe an accidental Catholic. Sure. Um, and at the beginning, certainly a reluctant Catholic. Mm. Uh, and it's just the transformation is amazing. I was in mm. um, Tom's, class that he was teaching um on saturday i was speaking about it it's like um it's like an onion i i always think about an onion and the layers of an onion and shrek reference yeah, everyone. is it a shrek reference yeah, maybe that's shrek. where i got it yeah, maybe probably. you know it's okay. one of those things that it's good stuck in my head and, everybody and, loves and our face i don't even know um but it's it's the you know here's your faith journey and yeah. it is peeled back Every, you know, every layer, every keep layer. Going deeper and deeper. Getting deeper and yeah. deeper. And I, and at this point in my life, I'm fully aware of that. And I'm just amazed. I'm amazed at each, how each time I'm presented with a problem or each time we're presented with an opportunity, um, just 
this, I don't know, the journey just taking us closer and closer to God. Wow. It's just, and it's, it, it's moving. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, well, I mean, just in the short story that you've told, I, your life is full of grace, like filled with exactly, grace. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Because I'm thinking back to when you're like, oh, you know, I was in confirmation class and I, I like, yeah, it makes sense. I get it. Like the intellectual stuff was already there, but it, it just, it was like a lived life of encountering a community, yeah. exactly. being in a parish, um, going to God regularly in prayer, I'm sure. Sure. And then, and then serving. Um, where you've you've really you and your family have really kind of deepened your faith life and kind of taken hold here at yeah. this at this parish. Sure. Um, and so that's that's got me thinking. Like, what was your confirmation like? Do you remember that when you were confirmed? Like, because that grace comes from that sacrament, right? The grace yeah. of, of being able to evangelize. Well, and your baptism, even though, right? Sure. Like he was outside of the church, right? Of course, yeah. Certain... Sure. Was it like a hot mess, or was it like a really beautiful uh, moment for? Uh, it would be more. I, I wouldn't say it was a hot mess, but it certainly wasn't as poignant as my children's baptism. That's exactly right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Really? <laughs> That's part of the reason I asked because I, it's just it's it drives home the fact that like that grace works even if we don't feel it. Right? Yeah. Even if okay. we're like, wow, like the Holy Spirit's really a part of my life. Like that grace works. And yeah. and that's this is evidence that it's worked, I think. That's just that's what I hear in your in your story. And I think it's I think it's really cool. I think it's beautiful that you can look back on your life and see that God's grace is, has worked and continues to work. Right, and, and I'm that, just and I'm thoroughly excited because I'm I'm still young, Will. <laughs> I never said you weren't young. <laughs> No, but but it's just been amazing, and I can, and I only pray and hope that I'm fully aware of the graces to that, notice that continue yeah. to happen. To I mean, notice. and I don't know if you guys know this, but a moment of vulnerability. I've been out of work for um, a very long time, oh. and mm-hmm. um, it's been a very traumatic year for for me personally. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm in a really good spot though right now. Mm-hmm. And and I think about God's graces and how they keep coming and they keep flowing and I'm finding so much goodness in this period of of fear and uncertainty and working through it and um it's just been amazing. Wow. So wow. I you know I'm really um in this spot where I feel like I'm coming out of it is just with my faith so much more yeah. deep it's and just affirmed. strong and intact. Well, yeah. that's, that's really beautiful. And that, yeah, it is. I mean, that's, that's a gift from God. Yeah. Like, that's completely really cool. Um, to be able to see even the, the difficult moments, the difficult, or not just a moment, like a difficult year. I mean, that span, that, that's yeah, a yeah. long time, right. Yeah. To, to have to deal with that. So, yeah, yeah. You're strong. And your joy is like so obvious and evident, and that's cool. that's like the key, the, the marking <clears throat> definition of disciple. Not only are you a follower of Jesus, but you're like a joyful person, yeah. Because you know there is so much more to life than just the drudgeries, even when they really do suck, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Even yeah. when it yeah, really they're... does, suck. and that's what we really try to tell um, these engaged couples. Mm-hmm. And um, we we started off doing the sacrament talk. And then we moved on to the communications talk. And then now we're doing the intimacy talk. And I always say that with a little bit of a chuckle. But um, really, I feel like the intimacy talk is really fantastic for us because it allows us to show all aspects 
of intimacy mm. and how hard it is to keep your relationship going and to stay connected with one another. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that that's just very important and to be able to serve as an example to show people through the drudgeries mm-hmm. of life, of mm-hmm. of the, I mean, you know, the getting up, getting the kids to school, getting here, driving. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's monotonous. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and when people are engaged, it's certainly a time of euphoria and excitement. And the reality of the in and out of just daily what are we gonna eat for dinner oh my gosh if i didn't have to decide what we're gonna eat for dinner every day i like to cook i'm I'm a professed foodie and the Uh, thought of deciding what we're gonna eat for dinner every single day but these are part of our relationships and um yeah your role is is mm -hmm. spouse and your role is mother like it's all in there it's It's all in there and so anyway so just being an example um it's just it's very important for me because I think people can do it. People can do it. I mean, and, you know, and just, and knowing that this huge support system of uh, particularly St. Louis, because mm-hmm. I personally, I, I love everything about St. Louis. Mm-hmm. It's just an amazing, an amazing place. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, that's great. We're so, I'm so happy <laughs> to yeah, have you on yeah, yeah, yeah. our team because, uh, because you are so positive. And oh, thank you. You do have this faith in humanity that <laughs> eludes some people. <laughs> well, and the other thing is... Including some people in this room yeah. sometimes. Uh, yes. Well, in yes. a podcast. Okay, so another thing I, I wanted to add as kind of a, a, a joke is that I really started listening to podcasts probably uh, uh, two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Okay. Because of... Um, and to be completely transparent and honest Please. to this everyone is who's listening, is that because my husband is an acolyte uh-huh. and then I have three children of uh-huh. varying ages. Uh, you know, I'd go, we'd go to mass and I'd leave mass very frustrated, very frustrated that I got nothing mm. out of it that I couldn't listen. Somebody'd say, well, father James said this, it was great. And I was like, well, I couldn't hear it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was really seeking out mm. opportunities on my own mm. to get what I needed. So I was able to fortunately recognize, um, that I'm still seeking something that I wow. just, you yeah. know, because of my, my, my stage in life. Yeah. And so I started listening to podcasts, I was, yeah. you know, lots of different kinds of podcasts, but sure. lots of Catholic podcasts and then, you know, other types of news and that kind of sure. thing. Sure. So it's very exciting to, to, be, to be on a podcast. <laughs> well, maybe one day we'll be, uh, we'll be nationally syndicated. Nationally syndicated. Know who we are. Yeah. But right now it's probably all like 10 people who listen. So I'll handle I listen. Shout I listen. Maybe a few more than You that. can listen yeah. to yourself on the podcast. You no, I'm not going to. <laughs> Everything but this episode. Exactly. Oh, that is Just funny. make sure you download it. That's all we care about, okay? See, the key is that if you want to be on a pack podcast, you got to start one. And then you're on it every right. day. Right. That's what I do. <laughs> I want friends. I want to be... I want people to know who I am. This is, so. this is Tom's desperate plea for attention. This is for, a very elaborate plea. It's right a ploy. Right. No, no, that's fine. Oh, well, good. So, so it was fantastic. Will went to... the. ECDC, uh-huh. which is the Early Childhood Development oh, Center, great. and he gave ashes to oh, okay. the little kids. And Roman is three years old. Yes, and um, you know, and so he's like, some man gave me ashes, okay, <laughs> is or something like that. And we we're like, no, that's seminarian Will. Okay, right. so then now there's a connection. So now every time Roman sees uh, Will, either across the parking lot or in the car mm-hmm. or uh, walking down the street, 
which happens. We see him walking down the street all the time. <laughs> he goes, he goes, oh, there goes cinnamon roll. And so anyway, it comes out as cinnamon roll. <laughs> which is, he can't say seminary Which, made, which is will. hilarious exactly. because I make cinnamon rolls. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, so uh, from this point on, it's a hard word. He's cinnamon. It rolls. is a hard word. We're gonna be like, so in twenty years, right? Roman will be Father twenty-three. Roll. We'll be Father like Father Cinnamon, cinnamon Roll. Roman <laughs> <laughs> will be so embarrassed. Like, uh, oh dude. my god! I can't even even when I get ordained, he'll be old enough to like think that's funny. Probably, yeah, probably. probably at, like five or six. It's, it's gonna funny. be great. Right Father now. Cinnamon Roll. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. It's awesome. Can you do a name change like the nuns and the brothers? Do uh, cinnamon roll, <laughs> roll Rooney. No, I'm not going to be. <laughs> no, it's not gonna but it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, your family's awesome. You. It's been cool to to get to know y'all and to see uh, the interactions and all that kind of thing. Um, so I do want to say more about me during the during we were talking. I spilled a ton of coffee on my <laughs> I leg. saw that. I saw that. I was but like, you keep, can't see it. Keep talking. Oh, it's, it's like it blended into the khakis. You have special I can't see it at all. special Tom, moisture. You saw that. Pants. You saw my tidal wave of coffee. that I <laughs> Excellent. Tom. Excellent. I stopped the podcast, but I didn't. Anyway. In other random news, I rolled my window down yesterday and tried to roll it up on the new car that I just bought and it fell off the track. <gasps> so if you, it was fun. <laughs> It's it's fun. Oh, dude, really? Yeah, really. Didn't you buy that from a friend? Yeah, yeah. Did you call him and be like, dude, what the heck? Well, yes, but I didn't call him and say, what the heck? I said, did you ever have any problems with this? He said, no. Oh, of course. Man. Of course. Right, <laughs> That's yeah. the right answer, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> no, no, no. So uh, I think one of our family, a window a I think the Gretencourt family is going to help me out, actually. Oh, cool. So, That's um, great, man. Yeah. Rent, seminarians don't have any money. That... <laughs> It's true. It's sort of true. It's sort of true. <laughs> but um, people have been very generous. So. Oh, that's good. Sorry about your car. Yeah. At least it's nice out. Yeah. Sorry about your pants. <laughs> They're fine. They're clean. <laughs> Sorry about your pants. I think that's a good place to leave. Yeah, <laughs> we probably should. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to say? No, that's All right. it. Thank you so much for spending time Thank with you. us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, y'all, for listening today to the Being Church podcast. Uh, we love you. We're praying for you. And we will see you next week. Oh, go be church. <laughs> <laughs>